You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Kansas City Royals. And I'm joined by Jeffrey Flanagan from the parking lot outside the <laughs> Royals complex in uh, Surprise, Arizona. Jeffrey, thanks for coming on. And, um, you know, so much has been made about the Royals' expiring core, uh, you know, the guys nearing free agency <clears throat> here in 2017. But I want to talk to you about the next wave of position players, you know, guys like Hunter Dozier, Bubba Starling, uh, Jorge Bonifacio, Ra- Raul Mondesi, Ramon Torres. Ned Yost said all these guys have, have kind of stood out so far in camp. Um, I, you know, the, the strong early impressions. Uh, but let's hone in on Dozier and Starling, you know, two former first-round picks. What stands out to you about them? Just the, the, the growth uh, from a year ago or two years ago, you know, when they showed up and got their spring invites, you know, they just had that, you know, deer-in-the-headlights look. And, and now they they have a lot more confidence in – I've talked to them about it too, and, and they're you know you, you get fooled by spring numbers obviously, but they've been hitting the ball really well. Hunter Dozier hit a ball the other day in Scottsdale, and you've been to the Giant Stadium there. It's a it's the biggest park here, and he hit it completely out of the park. I think what's happened happened with these guys is just hanging around the Hosmers and Mustakas and and Lorenzo Cain and, and the rest of the crew, Alex Gordon. They've learned so much just watching them for the last couple of years, and and I think that's starting to show up. Uh, in their development and, and in how they approach spring training. Uh, I've just seen them mature dramatically. Uh, and a, a name we didn't mention right away, but, but Raul Mondesi, too, was, not, was a you know, very high prospect, obviously, and got some playing time last year. But he's been sensational this spring, too. So we talk a lot about the, the next wave of, of Royals you know, players as we talk about the free agents that are going to happen after this year. This is what they've been hoping for. This is what they've been waiting on is to get that next wave ready in case they can't re-sign these guys. And um, as obviously that's probably going to happen. They're not going to get all four of them, but they could get a, maybe sign one or two. But then, you know, you fill in with your next wave of prospects. And right now that's looking a lot better than it did maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, Mondesi uh, once possessed uh, arguably the greatest baseball reference page because his only uh, – <laughs> His only uh, profile on there was from the 2015 World Series. World Series. One, uh, <laughs> one plate appearance. And then he ruined that last season by, you know, appearing in the big leagues in the regular season, uh, you know, 40 or 50 games or so. But obviously struggled offensively uh, in those yep. 40 or 50 games in, in 2016. So how realistic is it, Jeffrey, that, that he could, you know, really vie for that second base job uh, on opening well, he, day? He wasn't even on my, really on my radar uh, when yeah. camp opened because, you know, he's got options. He's 21 years old. He's got that tremendous skill set. I mean, he's just so flashy and so spectacular defensively, but struggles so much offensively. You just figure, just assume that he would be spending another year at least uh, developing in the minors. And so you thought the race would come down to Merrifield, uh, Cologne, uh, and maybe Cuthbert outside chance there. But now he's kind of forced his way into the equation. Uh, He's just uh, raking the ball down here. And uh, we already know what he can do defensively. And you know, you talk about the fast guys that the Royals have had, you know, the Terrence Gores, the Gerard Dice. I'll put Raul Montes' speed up against any of them. I mean, that guy can just fly. And uh, still, you know, realistically, like you asked, I, sheesh, I don't know. I, it, it, it's still kind of a long shot. But uh, what do you do if the guy just goes out and just destroys everything this camp? You, can you hold him back? That's the big question they have. Now it's March 7th. We've still got a long way to go. But, uh, it'll be fun to watch down in the next few weeks. Uh, another uh, big prospect for the Royals, uh, you know, former high draft pick Kyle Zimmer, 
Uh, he's been an interesting name in camp, hasn't he? As, as potential uh, to, to make that conversion to relief work. Absolutely. I mean, that kind of startled us uh, when he came in. You know, he started, uh, I think it was second game of spring training and did what all starters do. They go out and throw two innings or 35, 40 pitches. Then his next outing comes a week later, and he just throws one inning. And Ned explained it that, hey, we've got so many bodies in camp, so many pitches. We just, you know, we don't have enough innings for them all, so we just had him do one inning. But I have to wonder if, the, and no one's saying this yet, but you have to wonder if the coaching staff is starting to think like, hey, you know, we've had so many issues with Kyle over the past few years with so many surgeries, so many, you know, injury issues. What if we just do what we do best is convert starters into relievers, shut down relievers? And, you know, his first outing uh, this spring, he was hitting 95 on a, on a pretty slow gun here. Uh, and then it dropped off dramatically the second thing. Now, that was his first up and down this spring, so some of that's natural. But this last outing, too, he was hitting popping 95 all the time, which probably was closer to 97 on a normal gun. And then they shut it down. He went one, two, three. And that's the storyline I'm really going to keep following this, this spring because they probably only have one bullspin spot open, maybe two. But mm. if he's the kid, type of kid that could, could adjust to the bullpen, he's for it. He's all for it. I talked to him yesterday about it. He'd love it just to get to the big leagues, obviously. And, uh, boy, what a what a – pleasant surprise would that be for the Royals coaching staff if he could end up being a a, a late inning closer or late inning setup guy. Wow yeah and, and his brother Brad uh, right up the road mm. in uh, Goodyear having a really strong camp for the Indians as well so maybe this will be the year of Zimmer at the big league level but uh, you mentioned Jeffrey just one or two uh, bullpen spots open uh, fifth spot in the rotation and just just a mass of bodies <laughs> you know competing for all these jobs how do you how do you kind of sort through that uh, at this stage of the spring? I know it's still early in the games, but but what are your thoughts on that that outlook? Yeah, we yeah we started so early too this year. Uh, you got like you still have 29 pitchers in camp now. You know some of them are starters, obviously, but there, you still have this big group of this big herd of, of veteran you know reclamation projects. You know the Brandon Leagues and Al Albuquerque's and the list goes on and on. Um, you also have Chris Withrow, I think, who has a, who still has a chance. Uh, Seth Manus is the guy who had the, the, the unique surgery uh, in, in August. Uh, he probably won't be a factor until April. But you have all these other bodies, and then you have the young kids, you know, the Josh DeMonts, uh, uh, Jake Junis, uh, Zimmer, um, and they're all competing too. And um, there's just so many bodies. It's, I don't know if you're seeing a ton of separation yet. Uh, I think the, the first mix that we've seen in the armor from some of these veteran guys, uh, Jonathan Fan- Sanchez gave up five runs the other day, and, in Goodyear, and, and Al, Albuquerque finally gave up some runs yesterday. So, uh, and, and and it's not going to be based on just on those results, as you know. But uh, you're going to have to get some separation here in the next couple of weeks just to whittle down the list, so you can make some uh, more intelligent decisions down the road. With six guys off to the World Baseball Classic now, you get a look at the lo- a lot of younger guys we we're just talking about. Absolutely, especially you know in catching, you know Drew Patera. Uh, Still not sure whether he's going to end up playing for Italy or not. He's been battling an oblique strain. He's in the lineup, actually. Uh, we're, we're talking here on Tuesday. He's in the lineup today. So the young catchers, the Cameron Gallagher's, the Parker Marins, those guys are going to get a look. Um, you're going to see a little bit more of Ryan O'Hearn, a, a first-base prospect who's got a tremendous power uh, at first base, a lot more with Eric Hosmer gone. Uh, so guys like that and, and their young shortstops, Artiago, Torres, you mentioned before, uh, you're going to see them a lot more at shortstop while Leslie's gone. So, uh, yeah, it's an opportunity. I think coaching staff looks at these things as, as if, if it was up to them, they'd have all their guys here and they wouldn't be playing in the WPC. But uh, they are 
going there and they're they're happy for them. They're proud they're playing for their countries. And it, it, as an opportunity, that now they do get to look at these young guys. Jeffrey, you wrote uh, maybe the most important story uh, coming out of Royals camp in spring training, <laughs> oh, and boy. that is that. <laughs> And that is that Jason Hamill looks exactly like Luke Hochaver, which I, I don't know if I ever put that together until I saw their pictures uh, uh, posted side by side within that piece. But yeah, it's got to be a little freaky for everybody uh, every day, when they're in Royals camp who's so accustomed to having Hochaver around, and and there's his uh, <laughs> there's a doppelganger walking around. I, I'm still hoping, uh, just for selfish reasons, they they re-sign Hoch uh, sometime in in middle of the season here after he's done rehabbing from his TOS surgery because. It is it is uncanny when you when you get here you've got to go check him out. I mean you just look at him. You and we've seen Luke for since he was you know drafted by the Royals and they they just have identical looks. They're both about six four six five thin build, the big black beards, the big black flowing hair. Um, they they walk the same. <laughs> it's uh, I, I want them to be I want them to resign Hoach and, and then have you know them locker next to each other just so we get baffled <laughs> who to interview after the game. <laughs> yeah, and if, uh, if they're both on the same team and, and one guy gives it up one night, you can say that wasn't me. That was, yeah, that was Hoach. Exactly. Yeah, that, was... that was another guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good stuff as always from Jeffrey Flanagan. Want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.